Hi there, it's Jillian, and I want to tell you about Jillian on Love Plus, your way to get even more Jillian on Love each week by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. You can access exclusive bonus episodes with extras, including answers to your most burning questions, advice on all things dating and relationships, and much more. Check out the link in the episode description for more information. Hi there, this is Jillian on Love, and I am on a mission to teach people how to transform their romantic relationships by first transforming the relationship they have with themselves. So whether you are in a relationship, you're single or heartbroken, I've got you covered. I'm Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher with over 20 years experience helping people transform their relationship with themselves through their bodies, breaths, and minds. I have now coached and taught thousands of people to become better versions of themselves and change the way they show up for and within their love lives. In today's episode, it's a special episode for Valentine's Day, which is in a couple of days. And I took a poll on social media asking people what they wanted me to talk about on Valentine's Day. And they said, you know, a lot of them was asking about help for singles and help for the heartbroken. So that is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to talk a little bit about both and give you some tips. Honestly, at the end of the day, it's about self-love and it's about learning how to be your own Valentine, honestly. And this is, look, Valentine's Day is just another day. And if you're feeling lonely or sad because you don't have someone to spend it with, just remember this. One of the biggest flaws to Valentine's Day, the biggest, the way in which we're all duped by this day is that every day should be a day that we are appreciating the people in our life, whether we're in a romantic relationship or not. And most of the time, Valentine's Day is being celebrated by people who don't really, like where one person wants to celebrate it and the other one doesn't, and it's kind of awkward and they're spending too much money at dinner and chocolates. And it's fine if you get into the romance, there's no judgment here, but it kills me. It's so hard for me to see anyone suffer because they're single or heartbroken and specifically on Valentine's Day. So I do want to encourage you to be your own Valentine. And the way that you do that is to realize, and this is so incredibly important, it is so much better to be single than to be in the wrong relationship. Now, I believe in relationship. I believe in the power of love. I think it's the most powerful force in the world. It is scientifically proven with many studies that when we are in a strong, stable, supportive relationship, that it adds years to our lives. It increases our immune system. It is very powerful for our well-being. But the opposite is true as well. When we are in a relationship that is clearly very wrong for us, for whatever reasons, and we are unhappy in our relationship, it is very detrimental to our immune systems. And it really is profoundly impactful in a negative way on our well-being. 
And so many might say, well, it's better to be in a relationship than to be lonely. And I would say, no, it's better to be alone and living your life than to be in the wrong relationship. So sometimes it takes time to find that right person. And a lot of relationships end and it's sad. And a lot of times relationships end and they were supposed to end. As hurtful and as painful as it is to think about it ending, it actually is very much for the best that it did end. And I know that that is hard to think about, but it's important. This idea of being your own Valentine, you know, I'm using it sort of tongue in cheek because it's Valentine's Day, but it's so important because when we are our own Valentine, we just have our own backs. And if you're dating, it is so important to recognize that there is no one out there who is going to fulfill what we have thought of as a twin flame or a soulmate. There's no one out there who's going to complete you. There's no one out there who's going to fulfill every need of yours. It just doesn't exist. I really believe that the point of a relationship is to make our lives easier in some way. Otherwise, what is the point of a relationship? A relationship can't make us happy if we don't know how to access joy in our own. A relationship can't rescue us from our problems. A relationship can't heal every single one of our wounds, even though I think that strong relationships can be incredibly healing. But ultimately, a relationship should enhance and increase the quality of our lives, not rescue us from the messiness in our heads, not rescue us from our past, not rescue us from the uncertainty of our lives. I learned how to make probably the most delicious egg you would ever have anywhere from a masterclass. I just never been someone who really enjoyed cooking and never someone who cooked a bunch. And then being able to take Gordon Ramsay's classes and learn how to cook and then make an egg that's like better than any egg that I've ever had. And pretty much I can guarantee anyone's ever had is uh, very satisfying. So I've talked to a lot of amazing people so far in this podcast, but if you're like me, you want to go even deeper so where can you go to learn from truly the most remarkable people? That's masterclass. So this year, learn from the best to become your best with masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass actually helps you do it. With masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month which is pretty incredible. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. Can't get any better than that. Right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash J-O-L. 
Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash J-O-L. Masterclass.com slash J-O-L. And so you should build a relationship with someone who's making the road a little easier for you to walk and you are making the road a little easier for them to walk. If you go on dates with that deep understanding that a relationship is only healthy for you, if it's a good relationship and that it's really truly better to be alone than to be in the wrong relationship, that is a tremendous leverage that you have dating. And you don't go into a date wishing that you're going to meet the person that you're going to fall in love with right away. We have to approach dating with an open mind and with the intent to practice our social skills. Now, of course, there are some of us who have stronger social skills than others, but the truth remains is that pretty much all of us, there's room for improvement to have better social skills, to actually connect with a stranger and to know how to connect with a stranger is a incredibly useful tool in life. It's important for work. It's important for relationships. It's important for community. So I never, ever want you to think that like you go on to a date and then if you don't feel a spark that then you just like shut down, see it as an opportunity to practice your social skills and to practice being yourself. Because there's a difference between choosing a partner and choosing someone to pursue, choosing someone to invest in, choosing someone to continue to date from a sense of worthiness versus from fear. Because fear is always going to say, this is the last person out there. You're not going to meet anyone for a long time. Fear is always forcing scarcity on our minds and on our nervous systems. It's like it takes over. But if you enter dating with, I know what I want. I know that I deserve what it is that I want. And I know that I would rather be alone and face my loneliness and sit with the discomfort of my loneliness than ever be in a relationship where I have to feel lonely while I'm lying in bed with someone who I claim to love and they claim to love me. So you need to date knowing that it's not just any relationship that's going to be good enough. And if we enter the dating world too thirsty for that kind of love and attention and validation, because that's a lot of what the dating apps are. It's like, It's all about validation. And so everyone is getting thirstier and thirstier for that outside validation. And the more people get thirstier for outside validation versus validating themselves and seeing their worth, the more they are victimized by the current dating scene. And so you have to stay very rooted in who you are. You have to be your own Valentine. It's cheesy and as corny as it sounds. You have to be first and foremost, like your own, again, I'm going to pull out the cheese again, but you really have to be your own soulmate. 
And if you have a hard time finding that for sure, listen to my few episodes here on Jillian on Love on self-love. But sometimes it just takes you reminding yourself of what it's like to be in a relationship that does not feel good. Because sometimes remembering that pain is enough of a motivator. I recently did a post that said, it is a tragedy to believe that we are unlovable or we're not good enough because someone else is incapable of loving us. And I truly believe that is one of the greatest tragedies that's built into the human condition and built into the reality of life, which is that sometimes our hearts will get broken. When it comes to heartbreak, the biggest thing is to see how we played a role in all of it. It is so important to learn and to grow from the experience. And of course, no one wants to hear that when they're in the throes of their pain. But like I said, I wanted to address the heartbroken and the singles for this special episode. And what I know to be true is that if you're heartbroken, whether you've been single for a while or not, if your heart is broken, I know for a fact that there is a part of you, and that might be a big part of you, that is questioning your legitimacy and your worth and your lovability because someone else rejected you or the relationship didn't work. And you can't let that be the story of your life. You actually have to be willful and determined to not let that be the narrative. At some point, we have to face the reality that we've extracted enough pain from our heartbreak and say, okay, I'm going to stop telling myself this thing. I'm going to stop seeing myself as a victim because chances are in the, the relationship ended because the two of you could not make it work. And that the two of you contributed to not being able to make it work. And sometimes it's, we couldn't make it work. And sometimes it's because we just didn't choose right. And sometimes we didn't choose right because of all our stuff and stuff that we're recreating from childhood. There's lots of different reasons why relationships end. But they don't end because you don't have value. They end because you have to learn more lessons on how to be in a relationship, how to show up and how to choose better because a fulfilling relationship, the kind of relationship that strengthens our immune system versus weakens our immune system is determined by two things, two things who we choose to show up as. And this is why I've said that you know, you can take all the most important decisions you've ever made in your life and add them all up and they will still not add up to the importance of who you choose to spend your life with. And most people are choosing from a place of lust and not love. Most of us are choosing from a place of butterflies. Most of us choose from a place of fear. And we ignore that inner intuition that says, you know, something's not right, but we want it to be right and we don't want to be alone. So we continue and we move forward. And so when you decide 
to be your own soulmate, be your own Valentine, be that for you that you want so badly someone else to be for you, you will be able to be more discerning when you go out into the dating world. Whether you're in the dating world now or getting back into the saddle, so to speak, after heartbreak. Discernment. That's not about closing your mind because we have to have an open mind. We have to be willing to open our hearts again. We have to be willing to be vulnerable. Like we have to. And I know it's really hard. And I know lots of you have had your hearts broken, but it's so incredibly important. Vulnerability is power, it is what makes us beautiful. I don't want you to be afraid to say, I love you first. I don't want you to be afraid to ask the person out. We have to be able to take those risks. We have to be willing to take those risks. We can do all that and also practice discernment. And we do that by understanding our own psychology and what we know we need in order to thrive in a relationship. And then it's how we show up. And so if you are heartbroken or you are out there dating, contemplate those two things. Like, who did I choose or who do I have a history of choosing that may not be right? Or maybe you might look back and be like, that was a great choice. It didn't work out because, I don't know, we were young or, you know, life got in the way. But that was a really great choice. Why was it a good choice? What was it about that relationship and your connection with that person that makes it so that you can look back and say that was a solid choice, even though it wasn't meant to be forever, it was a solid choice. Same thing as something being a really bad choice. What made it a bad choice? What was it about your relationship with them, your connection with them, how they related to you, how they loved you or didn't love you? How was that a bad choice? Because these are the things that we really need to understand. This is how we get less thirsty for love and more discerning. This is how we feel less sorry for ourselves on a day like Valentine's Day and more confident in our ability to meet that right person when the timing is right. We have to reflect. The people who you go on dates with or the people who you meet and all they're doing is talking badly about their ex, and they're showing no signs of accountability, those are the people you need to run as far away from and as fast as you possibly can in the other direction. Because the road to relationship hell is paved with charming people who do not have self-awareness. And we all have blind spots when it comes to our self-awareness. There are too many people who think that they are more spiritually, mentally, and emotionally evolved than they actually are. So we have to have a little bit of humility and also say, I have a good degree of self-awareness because I've been working on that and I continue to work on that. But we all have our blind spots. But there are people who really don't take any time to reflect on their past relationship to see where they were complicit. And those are the people you want to stay very far away from. I'm not referring to dire circumstances or abusive circumstances in this episode. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. The relationship that I'm most proud of is 
the relationship I have with myself, because that is something that I have worked tirelessly to make better. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. And it's certainly not easy to strengthen the relationship you have with yourself. And certainly all relationships come with their obstacles. Honestly, sometimes the best relationships happen when both people put in the work to make them great. In fact, that's what has to happen in order for them to be great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or just with yourself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. First of all, it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It just really helps. If it's something that you've never tried before, it just really helps to talk to someone. And all you have to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, which is huge. Sometimes you have to find that quote unquote right person, even in a therapist. So become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash onlove today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash onlove. Recently, I found that I had a bunch of subscriptions that I totally forgot about And some of them I've even actually paid twice for. And I did not realize that. That's why I use Rocket Money because I used Rocket Money to cancel the subscriptions for me that I don't use. That would otherwise be tricky or time consuming and just kind of annoying, the kind of thing that you procrastinate on. It's kind of amazing. Not only that, Rocket Money alerts me to an increase in subscription price. And sometimes it can actually negotiate for you. It's a brilliant app, really. So if I were to ask you how many subscriptions you have, would you actually be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? Did you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? I know. It's all those subscriptions. Think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, it's kind of endless these days. And I'm totally guilty of it too. So I use Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on. And when it helps me see that, it's really eye-opening. And then I get to cancel the ones I don't use anymore. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Jillian. That's rocketmoney.com slash Jillian. Rocketmoney.com slash Jillian. And so part of loving ourselves more, part of loving yourself more, part of, you know, you being your own soulmate and having your own back and being your own best friend is the willingness to be accountable, to apply mindfulness to your self-examination and 
self-exploration and exploration of your past relationship so that you can then build a story, a more accurate story that reflects that relationship versus I'm not good enough versus the tragedy of I'm just unlovable. And I've had people on social media say, well, how can I start to believe that I'm still lovable if I keep getting rejected? How can I believe that I am still lovable and worthy if I'm the one that the relationships end because people leave me? Well, it's not because you're not lovable, but it does mean you got to take a look in the mirror. Maybe there are some things that you need to change within yourself relationally. Guaranteed, you're probably chasing and choosing and pursuing the wrong people. And guaranteed, there's something that you're bringing to the table that might be sabotaging these relationships. But it's not because you don't have worth and it is not all your fault. And so one of the hardest things is just to be objective with ourselves and objective with our past and our history. But it starts with this decision that you are just not going to tell yourself it's because you're not worthy. It starts with the decision that you're not going to tell yourself that any relationship is better than no relationship. These are lies that we tell ourselves that are not their lies. They could never be true, but they destroy our lives. They really wreck our lives. And so whether that means that you have to talk to your closest friends or the people who are closest in your life to kind of bring you back to reality, you can't continue to harm yourself by telling yourself lies that you don't have worth because you are either single or because you're heartbroken or both. And so the pledge that I have so many people who I've worked with over the years make to themselves is I will be discerning and I will not get into a relationship just because I'm lonely. The whole thing about loneliness is that even if you have a great life with great friends, there are going to be times where you're going to feel lonely. There are going to be times where you are going to feel the ache of not having a special someone to share your life with. And that is okay. You just don't want that to be your center of gravity emotionally. You don't want that to be something that you're feeling all the time. You can want a relationship and also decide that you're not going to suffer until you have a relationship, that you are going to live your life to the fullest. And a lot of people who want a relationship are some way holding back from living their lives to the fullest and completing some important tasks that were going to give their lives a sense of meaning and purpose until they're actually in the relationship. And it's a mistake because here's the thing, you were not put on this earth to just be in a relationship. And the reality is, is that once you do get that relationship, there are going to be times where you're going to look at your single friends and feel a little jealous, (laughs) even if you're in a good relationship. 
there will be times where you'll have envy because that is part of human nature. We tend to look at the other patch of grass and see it greener. And we tend to want what it is that we don't have. And we tend to take the things that we once thought was a gift and we take it for granted. And so you have to make the most of being single. And you have to make the most of the fact that you can do what you want to do, watch what you want to watch on TV. So you can still say to yourself, I want a relationship, but I am fiercely determined to enjoy my life while I'm in this season. I'm fiercely determined to start my next relationship from a different place than I've started before. I am going to start it from a place of self-worthiness, not from fear. I'm going to set some standards in place. I'm going to be a communicator this time. I'm going to talk about my expectations and my boundaries. For some of you, it might be, I'm not going to sleep with this person until I know that we're in something committed and monogamous. Or I am going to talk about sex and what that means to me before I actually have sex with someone so that we can get on the same page. Everything from the first date to 10, 20, 30 years in with someone is about communicating so you can just be on the same page and reconnect when there's been gaps of disconnection. This show is sponsored by LMNT. For those of you who work out, you sweat a lot, you just want to make sure that you always get the right amount of electrolytes, maybe you have a low carb diet, or maybe you do some intermittent fasting or any of that, like these things can come with some consequences. And it's really important that you get all your electrolytes balanced and re-enter your body. The good news is that replenishing those electrolytes can remedy any sort of symptoms of just deficiency or, you know, sweating too much, or maybe working out too much, sort of like that, that achiness that happens. And the problem is that most of the electrolyte products on the market are either loaded with sugar or woefully lacking in actual electrolytes. That's why LMNT is my go-to electrolyte drink and trusted by many of the world's leading health experts and athletes. You're also guaranteed to find an LMNT flavor you love. Try fan favorites like citrus salt or raspberry salt. Get spicy with mango chili or mix chocolate salt into your morning coffee for a mean, delicious coffee. The truth is, honestly, everyone needs electrolytes. When you're lacking in them, I've felt that if I've done a lot of yoga and like I start to feel like an achiness. But if you're an active person or you have any sort of like restrictive diet of any sort for whatever reason, you really need electrolytes to feel and perform your best. And dietary sources, including salting your food, are usually not enough. LMNT came up with a fantastic offer for us. Just go to drinklmnt.com slash Jillian and get a free sample pack with any purchase. And so to get back to the heartbroken, to those of you who are heartbroken, Give yourself permission to move on. I want you to process. I want you to self-reflect. But I also want you to give yourself permission to move on. Some things are very painful. We didn't know any better. We were immature. We chose wrong. We got lonely. 
our inner teenager took over. There are lots of things that we can learn. But sometimes the greatest lesson is just being able to say, I'm going to continue on with my life. Because that's the thing about life. It goes on. But we only have so much time. And we only have so much energy. And there's only so much energy that we should spend on grieving a past love. And trust me, I say this with compassion because I would be considered a quote unquote highly sensitive person. And so I have definitely in the past, like grieving for me can feel very, very intense, maybe more intense than the, for the average person. So I understand, but I have like trained myself to look forward to the future, to remain in the present and to keep going because I have learned through the many years of my life and through experiencing a lot of pain and a lot of loss and people who I love dying, I've learned that life does go on and it's really incumbent upon us to keep going and to not stay stuck in the past. And that really is just such an incredibly important recipe for happiness. Our relationship with her ex sometimes feels so much more important than it is. And sometimes our ex feels, seems, appears way more, we, we make them more important than they are. Sometimes we just have to say, what did I learn? This hurts. I'm going to be with my feelings a little bit. And then we kind of brush ourselves off and we keep going. It's not linear. You might have to do those steps several times in one day. But, you know, I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forget a doctor of mine. I was like going in literally for like a checkup years ago. But he was like a grandpa to me. I was sharing with him because I he'd been my doctor for decades I was sharing with him a little bit of what I was going through. This is when I was going through my divorce and it was so hard. And he said, you can't deny yourself the privilege of moving on. And those were very, very wise words. And so I'm going to say that to you. Can't deny yourself the privilege of moving on. So you learn to be your own Valentine. You learn to be your own soulmate. You learn to be your own best friend. When you decide that you would rather be alone than be in a relationship that's not good for your immune system and that you are willing and you are going to make a promise to yourself to be discerning and that when you go on dates, you're going to have a very low expectation and the only expectation that you're going to have is of yourself and that is to be as real as you possibly can. You can be flirtatious and be fun and, and explore that part of your personality, but there's going to be no mask. It's just going to be you. And you're going to be curious about learning about another person and you're going to breathe and you're going to take your time and you're not going to rush because this stranger because if you've been dating them, even if you've been dating them for like a few weeks, they're still a stranger. So many people want to rush into 
commitment because they don't want to deal with the uncertainty that is inherent in dating. And so they're trying to rush into commitment and talking about their needs getting met so early on when like you're just both trying to get to know one another. If you're that person, I get it, but don't be that person anymore. Don't be that person who is trying to rush commitment with someone who you barely know because you don't want the discomfort of not knowing if they're actually the one and you just want so badly to be in a relationship. This is a hard thing for me to teach and to talk about because I know I've been that person and I think women and girls are heavily conditioned to believe that like they don't really have a lot of value unless they're in a relationship. And we're so conditioned to put love from another person and relationship, romantic relationship above everything else. And it kind of screws us up. It screws us over. You can make it super important and it is really important, but it's not more important than how you feel about yourself. It's not more important than the life that you lead for yourself. And the moment we make the idea of being in a relationship more important than anything else, that's when we're rushing things. That's when we're trying to get someone we barely know to commit to us. That's when we're getting all anxious. Whether it's anxious attachment or not, forget about it. Put that aside. It's just like the anxiety that comes with like really wanting a relationship and then meeting someone that you're attracted to and then wanting to push that forward. Don't do that anymore. And you will feel it rise up in you. And this is where we apply mindfulness and self-awareness to dating, where we are able to take a step back and say to ourselves, okay, I'm rushing things. I'm feeling sort of anxious about this. I like this person. I really wanted to go somewhere. And so now I'm putting all this pressure on this having to be somewhere and I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to step back and I'm going to stop doing that. And I'm just going to let everything breathe for a little bit. And it's going to be really uncomfortable and I'm going to be challenged, but I'm up for the challenge. I'm willing to take that challenge on. Anyway, that's it. These are like the tips and tricks for Valentine's Day when you're single or you're heartbroken is make this day an important day for you. Or just ignore the day and just see it as any other day. And yeah, we'll never fully be healed. We will all have our issues. But at the end of the day, it comes down to knowing what your issues are, having the awareness to be able to say, I know what my issues are. I'm working on them. And yet I like myself anyway. Anyway, I hope this helped. I thank you for listening. I really want to hear from you. I curate these episodes all for you and I'm always trying to make them better. And so please do not hesitate to reach out to me and the team at hello at jillianonlove.com. We read all your messages. And if you found this episode useful or if you know someone who's single or recently heartbroken, please do not hesitate 
to click share because you just never know whose life you could be changing just by hitting share. And please, if you feel inspired, leave a five-star review because it's what helps us keep going. Until next time. Jillian on Love is a Q-Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Shin Yin Hu. Editing and music by Will Tendy. I'm Carlos King, one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television. I am thrilled to announce Reality with the King, where we'll discuss all things reality TV. I have interviewed everyone from Mimi Leakes, Teresa Judai and Kenya Moore. Each episode, we will rehash shocking portrayals, honey. Yes! Hilarious shade. And all the drama. Reality with the King podcast is available wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible, and if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday.